now, welcome to the Ray Millennial Show, starring Ray the Millennial. And welcome to the show with your favorite millennial, Ray the Millennial. And if anyone wants to be interviewed for the show, feel free to email me at ray.millennial at protonmail.com. That's R-A-Y dot M-I-L-L-E. N-N-I-A-L at ProtonMail.com. Now, today I want to talk about outdated workers' rights. Now, this is a subject that I'm super passionate about, but I also want to try to keep this light. As a disclaimer, before we get started, I am not a lawyer, nor am I claiming that anyone is or has been guilty of anything that I am about to say. I know that I'm pissing people off right off the bat, but I would also like to say as a disclaimer, and this is important, as an employee, you have an obligation to perform your job to the best of your ability. You have to be competent. You have to fulfill your end of the deal. I really don't consider this a political issue as much as it is basic human rights. For whatever reason, there are some people out there that actually defend the nonsensical actions of their corporate overlords. If you are one of those people, congratulations. You are a victim of an abusive relationship. You are no different than a prostitute that defends their pimp, justifying the actions of the abuser. So, now that I've gone and pissed everybody off, we can finally begin. I think a good place to start off would be to mention a book called Skin in the Game, written by Nassim Nicholas Tlaib in 2018. This book does a good job explaining how the corporate bean counters create the policies that affect the frontline workers. Let me back up a little bit. The reason why I'm so passionate about this subject is because I've been an ascent, quote unquote, essential frontline worker for the past 10 years. I bear no ill will to any of my previous employers. All I'm saying is that this book does a good job of explaining what happens after these lofty policies fail. They fail because the people at the top bear all the control with none of the responsibility. The people on the front lines bear all the responsibility with none of the control. So for those of you still listening, I invite you to watch Rick and Morty Season 2, Episode 6, The Ricks Must Be Crazy. In this episode, they talk about slavery with extra steps. I also invite you to look up what is called a company town. Things like mining towns, lumber camps, construction sites, or even the more modern tech town. Jobs in themselves do not necessarily rob us of our freedom. If we go the extra step, we see that debt is what enslaves most people in the modern day. What is the difference between a prison guard and a prisoner? The prison guard gets a paycheck and a couple days off. You see what I'm saying? Did you know that the 40-hour work week has not been updated since the 1940s? Can somebody explain to me why this time frame is actually applied uniformly across virtually every sector? That's not to mention that most Americans, studies show, actually feel guilty about going on vacation. When Americans do take a vacation, it's never longer than a couple of weeks. 
not taking into account all the time spent checking emails and answering phone calls while they are on vacation. Let's take a look at a country like Germany. Germany mandates its citizens to take three months off out of the year. Oh, that's why they're not number one. Okay, but they do claim the fourth strongest GDP in the world. I would say that's pretty good. I'm reminded of an Elon Musk quote. If you don't make stuff, there's no stuff. And you know what? I wholeheartedly agree with him. We need people. But what is so wrong with updating labor policies for stuff makers? Shouldn't we incentivize people to want to work? There it is. There it is. The entitled lazy millennial finally comes out. He doesn't want to work 30 years. He's being lazy. He has an opinion of how things can be more efficiently ran. Then that means he's complaining. Look, we're in the age of Aquarius and this do as I tell you mentality won't get people very far. Somewhere along the line, mentorship and intergenerational hazing have become conflated. This whole mentality of creating resilience in the new generation is not a badge of honor. It's flat out dangerous. Me personally, I would rather have someone taking care of me that has slept eight hours versus someone that has only slept six hours. If we go back to the times of quarantine, a lot of what is considered quote unquote essential was brought into the light. Now, casinos were not considered essential, but did you know that car dealers have to take a 20 minute break every hour and they get a free meal? Can you imagine? Can you imagine if the essential sectors treated their employees just as well? Now, I understand that there are some people out there that quote, run on passion then why don't we just cut your salary in half then how passionate would you be i like to think that this show is about how people can make practical changes in their routine so what are some things that we can be doing right now because in the last the last time the 40-hour work week was updated was in the 40s and it's not going to get any better especially with salary abuse where people are working even longer hours during the week with fixed pay. So what are some things that can be done right now? Like I said, we are living in the age of Aquarius and people are waking up to their self-worth, especially with the internet being the new main street to set up your own shop. You know, quarantine forced a lot of people to get their shit together. People started realizing, oh, I can save $1,000 a month on childcare if I work remotely or Oh, I can save money on gas if I work remotely. Or, oh, I can save money on office space by leasing a smaller space. I've talked about this in other episodes and I'm going to talk about it in this one. Diversify your income. Think about it. Work is nothing more than a symbiotic relationship. As in any relationship, the longer you stay in it, the more dependent you become on that relationship. The only difference between a work relationship and a real relationship is that your job doesn't care about you. So wouldn't it make sense to scout your options? Which brings me to my next point. Break rapport with your boss. 
Keep things in perspective. You are there to exchange labor for money, just like them. Your boss is human, just like you. They have their own bullshit they have to deal with outside of work. Child support, student loan debt, mortgage payments, maintaining a certain lifestyle. I'm not saying don't be courteous. All I'm saying is to see them as the person underneath the title. And finally, I think I've touched on this a little bit already, pay off your debt. Now, money is hard to talk about because it reflects people's priorities. And who am I to tell you what your priority should be? The fact remains, the more you pay off your debt, the less dependent you will be of your job. That kind of confidence will open up worlds you may have never imagined possible. As I wrap it up here, I have some homework for you guys. I want you to look up a couple of things. Now, when you're looking these up, make sure you are using DuckDuckGo so as to receive the most impartial results as possible. I want you to look up how much does the average healthcare worker sleep? And also look up morbidity rate after retirement. That's it for today's episode. I would love to have on a labor lawyer just to kind of clear up some of the things we have talked about here. Of course, I can't pay you anything, but you'll be you'll be doing it for the greater good. Thanks for sticking around and we'll see you next time.